Are you sick of major sports networks bashing athletes to help their bottom line? Do you want reliable information on sporting events and controversies? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Pound Perspective, presented by Nate Dog Sports, a podcast based around discussions and debates about recent football, basketball, baseball, and MMA events. Now, here's your host, Nate Dog. Welcome back to The Pound Perspective, episode 35. Ladies and gentlemen, got my boy here, Red, in the building. How we doing, bro? What's up, y'all? What's up? Yep. Glad to be back. Glad and, to uh, be back, man. Obviously, if you're listening to this right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, whatever you listen to or listen on, uh, you don't realize that we have video right now. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's been a, it's been a struggle, but a, a, a fun struggle to finally get this to work. We got our, our video over here. So uh, if you want to watch the video version, head to YouTube right now. I've got YouTube uh, Premium or whatever it's called. Um, you can use it just like a podcast if you, if you want to listen as well. But go to Nate Dog Productions and go uh, go watch the, the, the video uh, version of this podcast right now, y'all. Um, we're very happy about it finally working out for us. But... Let's talk about this red. We had a lot of things happen. We took a week oh, off yeah. last week, had some scheduling issues, but, you know, we come back this week with some fun things to talk about. Um, obviously, we're into that little dead spot when it comes to our sports that we talk about, even though MLB, very fun weekend. We had the home run derby, and we had an all-star game yesterday, so I watched those two events. Very fun to watch um, when the MLB's in that all-star break, kind of all-star period. Um, very, very awesome games and, and, and events, but... We like to talk some NBA and NFL because we're in that dead period where it's like, all right, the drafts mm-hmm. happened, summer leagues on this right happening right now, NFL is about to hit training camp, the the Hall of Fame game is less than three weeks away, my man. I think it's three weeks. Wait, no, no, yeah, less than three weeks to the Hall of Fame game. That's crazy to even think about. It's like you know, it's too late. To play the old Madden. Yep. And that new 2K hasn't came out. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best way to put it because I'm right now, I'm on 2K and I'm just like, I'm so ready for a new game to come out because 2K. It sucks, man. It's, the new one? It's so. Dude, I have so many things. Dude, I've, I made buzzer beaters on 2K and it doesn't give them to me because. And I went back and watched the replay. I yeah. got that crap off and it says no, no. And I'm just so done with 2K and Madden. <laughs> I don't know. Don't even get me started on freaking Madden. UFC said they're dropping a new UFC in September. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh yeah. It's been like eight years or something like that. Um, that's enough about video games. Let's get into it. Free agency recapping NBA. It's over. We've had the big deals happen. Obviously, there's still some uh, minor players out there um, that can still get swept up, and some actually pretty good players still available. But um, the big names have already paid, made their decisions. It was a fast free agency. Uh, everyone kind of just. That first day, they went exactly where they wanted to go. No questions asked. The big names left. Uh, the big names made their decisions fast. And some league, shape, league shifters made their decisions really fast, too. So it wasn't too much craziness, I would say. But there was some big-time deals still to talk about. So we're going to break them down into the $200 million club, the $100 million club. Not going anywhere in a new team. Let's start it off. We're going to make some, sure. you know, couple – Couple of our favorites in uh, each club. Uh, I'll start out to the two hundred million dollar club. Red, um, I know your boy. He's gonna be one of the guys sure. that you had uh, in yours. I imagine. I loved the extension. 
to Anthony Edwards. It was all. It was about time everyone knew it was happening, and I definitely think he deserved the max there. Um, that dude's gonna be an absolute star, man. He uh, the, the the what he can do on a court. We I don't even have to discuss it with you. You know, um, I mean that dude's a pure athlete and um, deserved once once again deserved. And you love to see when a when a guy like that you mm-hmm. know drafted where he was and kind of start panning out. You know, a lot of people were a little questionable when he came to the league, and I was just like, man. I see it, you know, and yeah. and he's just going to keep getting better. He's, I think he's has potential to be a better version of James Harden, and 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 I know the James Harden we've seen recently, but I'm talking about Houston James Harden. I think he has a chance to be a better version of that. That that's the kind of scoring ability I think he can have one day. And then my second favorite move, there was a there was a couple of two hundred dollar two hundred million dollar mm. deals that I really liked, but I think this one is. Massive because I really like him. I've liked him for a long time now. Mm. Tyrese Halliburton getting oh, the extension yeah. too. That guy, I love him staying in pure Indiana. Point guard, dude, man. pure. And and I was watching a video the other day. Uh, he was on the pod, uh, Paul George's podcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how when he got drafted to the Kings, Luke Walton was his coach, and they were like they drafted him, and they were like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, maybe we're gonna." mess with your jumper a little bit. And Steve Kerr called Luke Walton after they made the pick. And we're like, don't touch that guy's jumper. Do not touch it. <laughs> so they'd never touched it. And now he's an elite 40% yeah. three-point shooter. Like you said, pure Giving point guard. 20 and 10 every Dude, night. Telling you, man, I love his game. He's plays the game the right way. And I love it for Indiana. You know, Indiana's kind of been. I like their core. Man, yeah. For real. Me too. And ever since the Victor Oladipo days, it's kind of been a little weird. What's their direction? You know, they've always, we've heard about them shipping Buddy Hield and, and Miles Turner, but I think right now you, you got an opportunity to kind of kind of go compete over there next year, make a playoff run. You know, obviously they're not going to be winning any championships anytime soon, but go go compete. You know, I like Indiana and I love the move for them. What you got here, Red? Man, you know, obviously I'm not trying to be a homer. I love yep. the Anthony. I no. mean, yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah, like if it didn't happen, that would be the dumbest move of the off season by far. Yep. And I mean, look, man, you know. I think he has as much potential as almost anyone in the league. Will mm-hmm. he reach it? Maybe not. But if he doesn't get any worse than <laughs> he is now, it's like you're still getting a dude who can take over a game yep. offensively. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still got some stuff to work on. Last season I thought was his best defensive season. That's very like, fair. He's just more – I mean, I feel like it's just kind of natural. He's just more aware mm-hmm. each season, you know, like – I mean, the dude was mostly a football player. Yeah. Like he's still learning fundamentals. He's a pure he athlete. Got into the you game. Know? Yeah, and that's why his rookie year. If you go back and watch, like, where he didn't know anything yeah. about like how to play in the NBA, how to do pick and roll, yeah. like how to read a defense. Like he was kind of like Patrick Mahomes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he was just athleticism <laughs> yep. and getting it done. And you know, I really think he can take the next step. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he is the number one for this team. Yep. Got to be for the next – Needs to be. Next 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, dude, after this deal, he's, what, 27? Yeah. Then he's in his prime then? Yeah. This dude might make a billion dollars over his career, yeah. if I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. So, I love the pick – or I love the extension, you know. And then another one, man, you know, I love Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Change it up a little bit, man. I do like the Sabonis one. He, that was lot. another deserved deal. A lot. Yep. Because if it would have been the max, it's like I wouldn't have not liked it, but I would have been like, okay. Yeah. But the fact that it was, you know, 
217. Yeah, it's a little less than a it's, max. I mean, not that it matters that much, but it's just a little like, okay, I see you. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, they were the three seed last yeah. year. You know, like, Sabonis is – I mean, you saw what he can do. Like, offensively, he's probably a top three or four big man in the oh, league. Oh, yeah. Like, you can make that argument with that, without a doubt. So, I mean, I love it. And then Sacramento, you know, they're cooking, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to – I like what they're doing because they're not – they're not just saying, look, we got lucky, mm-hmm. you know, let's soak it in. They're like, that was step one. Let's yep. keep this thing going, yep. you know. Let's not be the Hawks and make it to the conference finals and then just Yeah, fall forever. off. Yep. So, I love those two. I mean, you know, Halliburton, too, is just – yeah, it's pure point guard. Yeah, if you it, like basketball, Halliburton's the type of guy you want to watch. Exactly, and it's the funny thing when it comes to these two, those two deals is Halliburton got traded for Demonte yep. Sabonis. So you're so seeing both of these guys get their 200 million dollar deals. At the end of the day, you know, I bet I know both teams are happy with what, what oh, they did yeah. in that in that trade. Um, just love to see when those young guys and when they ball and then get those deals that they deserve. Um, let's move on though to the 100 million dollar club. You got a little bit of a. Um, Older variety, got some young guys still in there, but um, some some guys that are coming up on their last last paychecks and the last big deals. I mean to say, in the league, um, you want to start this one out for us? One hundred million dollar club, Red. Yeah. So, you know, you just want me to pick two of them. Yeah, pick your pick your two, pick your two. I Red. got you, man. Well, I do like the Jeremy Grant, mm-hmm. but I liked it more. When I thought Dame was, Dame was sticking be there. around, me too. It's just kind of like it's not it's not as nice anymore. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Jeremy Grant's still awesome. But oh, yeah. Is that like if Dame's going? Is that the veteran? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that the guy you want to? We're building around this guy. You know, this, so, this is our third option. Yeah. Our second option. I really, you know, I don't even know why I brought that up because I kind of just shitted on it. But <laughs> it was an okay deal. It was actually like, terrible. <laughs> before Dame was getting traded, I was like, okay, they're overpaying, but like. They're going for it at least. Yeah, like, he this dude's legit score. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think my favorites, man. Honestly, even though they overpaid, a lot of people aren't going to agree with it. I like Van Fleet to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I think they overpaid. You know, he might be getting more a year than his field goal percentage was last year. Yeah, he's making more than Kyrie. I didn't realize that. Wow. You know, they overpaid, but they're Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they were desperate to win some basketball games. And man. we might bring it up later. I don't know, but. They had another signing that I just didn't get. Mm. So, I thought this was actually a win for them, especially with that young core they got. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. like, they have legit players. Mm-hmm. I think him beside uh, Jalen Green's solid. You oh, know? Dude. I yeah. think I think it's better than Kevin Porter on the uh, the court with him. I mean, that those are – when you got Jalen Green and Porter, that's just two ball hogs. When you got Fred Van Vliet and Jalen Green, that's a nice little – that's a nice little guard duo you got there. I did like the Van Vliet deal besides – the money. Um, very glad that the Lakers did mm. not jump in. Obviously, and they wouldn't have been able to real pay. Real quick, I'll say they overpaid, I think, but I do like Draymond resigning just because mm-hmm. I think that that kind of continues that, okay, this dynasty, even though it's probably over, it may not be over. Yep. You know, yep. we, we still might have one or two in it. No, and I, I'm saying it right now. That was my favorite deal. That was mm-hmm. my favorite of the $100 million. I get maybe he's not worth $25 million. I get it. But you kept your core. Today. You kept the core, man. You kept your chances of, of really having an opportunity to take another run at this. Because wherever Draymond went, they were immediate contenders. And with him staying there, 
the Warriors are still contenders. They will still be a top five team in the West, in my opinion. Um, when it comes to chances of winning it, what were they, a sixth seed this year or something yeah. like that? I can't remember exactly. But, um, but you know, like this team is – they have their opportunity, man. Mm-hmm. Like they're not – with Draymond still coming back, you got you still got your locker room guy. You get, you get rid of Jordan Poole, so it feels like the – that beef is gone, so that's big, uh, I think, for the Warriors. And bringing in CP, and it sounds like he's coming off the bench, so it's like, yeah, all right. Which is good. That's, that's, I didn't. I hated the move for the Warriors until I heard he was coming off the bench, and now I'm like, that's that's big time. Yeah. You know, that's big for the Warriors. And then uh, I'm going to do another pick where a guy sticks around. I think Chris Middleton sticking with the Bucks is big for the simple fact that Giannis is not going to be going anywhere with Chris Middleton still uh, with, with the Bucks. That's my opinion. Um, if he had left, I would have I would have really monitored the Giannis situation a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Him sticking around, keeping Brooke Lopez, which we'll get to him. He was in he's in the not going anywhere club, but um, but Chris Middleton, you know, sticking around with the Bucks, it shows that they are committed. You know, to try and take another run at this. I think that team is good enough, man. I think they're they're solid enough. I think keeping that core of Middleton, uh, Drew Holiday, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez, I think that's massive for them. And now it's just about maybe surrounding with some other players, man. I mean, I thought that the Bucks should have jumped in on the Chris Paul sweepstakes, but uh, money wise, it probably never it wasn't going to work out. But um, you know, keeping a guy like Chris Middleton, you keep your you keep your closer. You know, um, people forget how important Middleton was in that mm. championship run. I mean, it was like they would have never even gotten close without how good Middleton played in that net series and in the championship. So. I think those are the two my two favorite moves when it comes to uh, the hundred million dollar club. I think you need Middleton just for his defense. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, I like Middleton. You know, it sounds like you're a little bit higher on him than me, but I mean, just for his defense. Yeah, like, that's the type you need in the playoffs. Yeah, he's man. he's one of the best two way players in the league. You mm-hmm. know, um, and yeah, I mean, you could definitely step back on his offense, but I I love I I wouldn't say he's in a uh, beyond elite. Offensive player, but he's a perfect offensive player next to Giannis. That's yeah. that's his thing. It's like next to him, he looks like a you know mm-hmm. a, a next level scorer because of where he can score and how he can score. So um, this, this is a sidetrack, but do you think the Bruce Brown? I know we didn't write mm-hmm. it down. Do you think the Bruce Brown contract was good or bad? Because bro, without I think he got without his Jokic. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's still gonna be good, but without Jokic, like. Is he worth as much as he got? No, I don't think he's worth at as like much as he 27? got. Twenty-seven. No, I don't think he's worth what he, what he got. But I'm just happy he got his bag. That's what I'll yeah. say. Because I mean, in my opinion, when it comes to Bruce Brown, I think there's like levels when it comes to role players, and I think he is in that championship role player level. Oh yeah, bro. Talk about a utility. Dude, like that dude is. He was. He didn't even play like he did with the Nets. With the Nets, he was he was guarding big men. Never mm-hmm. played point guard. Goes to the Nuggets, and then he's the backup point guard. And it's yeah. just like this guy is just adapts, bro. And, mm-hmm. and I think he'll. Where did he go again? Um. Uh, Indiana. Indiana. So he's going to start next to Tyrese. I thought it was mm-hmm. Indiana. So him and Tyrese, that's a nice little duo over there when it comes to guards. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's a great defender. So Tyrese can kind of maybe step back a little bit back on defense. So for me, I definitely would agree that it was too much money. But um, I'm happy for him. You know, mm-hmm. I love Bruce Brown. I hated him. I hated him when he was with the Nuggets when we played him. But um, <laughs> when it comes to how, just the player and his ability to just adapt in any situation, I love the guy. One of my favorite role players in the entire league. Um, but let's move on. 
not going anywhere. There's a lot of players in this and the new teams category, so it's a little bit harder. So I'll start this one off. I won't get too in depth. Uh, I'll start out with my Lakers boys here. I gotta get my gotta give Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura their love deserved. Austin with his four-year 56 and Rui with his three-year 51. Um, I was shocked that the Lakers were able to pull off getting AR for as little as they did. I think Mm -hmm. Austin Reeves is fully committed to being a Laker because I do think he could have got a little bit more money. Oh, dude. I I think he could have got around 65. Dude, if you're the Spurs, I mean, if I'm the Spurs, I would have given him four years, 70, 80. I'm not even like – Yeah. I mean, Portland, like – yeah. He could have got the bag somewhere. He could have, and him just Orlando. Not, yeah, not even like hearing anybody out. That was the thing. Is like he yeah. just signed the deal. You know, he didn't even allow anyone to even put a put their uh, put a bid for him. So I loved it bringing back Rui. I loved it for the Lakers. But when it comes to outside the Lakers, I gotta give I gotta give your Timberwolves some credit. Uh, I was surprised. Boy, nice, you, they, I was shocked they could bring. They were able to bring him back. Um, I love the deal too. I think I don't think it was an overpay. I think it was right in that range that we all talked about. Like mm-hmm. he deserved his money, but like he's still the backup. So let's mm-hmm. not go crazy here. And I think he's one of the best. If not, you can argue he might be the best backup center in the league, man. I mean, and I, I, LSU boy. So for undrafted, yeah. dude, he's getting paid. He's man. getting paid, man. And I, I loved him when he was at LSU. I always thought he was going to be a good player. I didn't think he would be honestly this good. So it's fun seeing that. And then. Um, uh, kind of a homer-ish pick. I think Herb Jones sticking around with New Orleans is massive. Yeah. Because um, he was another guy I thought that could have went somewhere and got a bag. And, you know, the offense is a little questionable. Yeah, he's, he's got to develop a three-pointer mm. still. But, man, when it comes to defense, bro, I, he is elite. Him and Alvarado yeah. on the court together. Man. It's elite. <laughs> I mean, it's elite. You can literally put him on your best player and – He's not going to shut down, you know, a Kevin Durant or LeBron James. That's hard for anybody. I mean, anyone in the league, mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, whoever you want to say. But he is going to put his effort in every single time, and he's going to get a lot of stops, you know. Um, I love his game. He's, he's a Bama boy. I've been able to watch him for a while. So I was just happy he was able to get his bag. What's uh, what's some players that you liked in the not going anywhere category, brother? Man, so change it up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to okay. give you two I like. Two I didn't like. Oh, okay, okay. I like that. I like that. First one, I got to agree with you, man. I think Austin Reeves, his contract was <laughs> one of – you could argue the biggest steal in yeah. free agency. Like, that dude is ridiculous, man. Like, mm. I, I honestly think he should have been more of a priority to get the ball to in the playoffs. Oh, like, without a doubt. And even though, like, he did step up, like, I feel like – he could have done more. Like, not even that he didn't do enough. That Just didn't get the opportunity. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, dude, he plays so well with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that chemistry. Yep. The dude, I mean, when it comes to Garden, like, he's the type of wing you want. Like, yep. especially playing with LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like he, even though they're completely different, I feel like he can do – Kind of some of the stuff Bruce Brown did on yeah. defense. Yep, and he's he's an effort defender. Mm-hmm. defender. It's just this guy can shoot three. Yeah, yeah, you know. And then look, man, I'm just gonna say it. I didn't love the Rui contract. I thought it was a little bit of an overpay. I, I, could, I mean, I feel like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Rui is not a good player. Mm-hmm. Rui was awesome last year. I mm-hmm. get it. But I just think maybe the playoffs elevated him a little bit more. Like I think opportunity. That was yeah. his biggest thing. Because, I mean, dude, if you look before the playoffs, he wasn't even shooting 30%. I mean, he wasn't three. even playing. You know? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like 
I mean, don't get me wrong. It's like, but I could be wrong in remembering, but did Terrence Mann get a fat contract mm. when he dropped 37? Mm. And I think, you know, Rui, I think, is better than Terrence Mann. But, like. I get what you mean, though. I'm not saying it could definitely work out, but to me it was just like maybe I think it's a little some, too soon. Someone was going to – I think that was a situation of if Rui got a big contract, mm-hmm. he was going to take it. Like yeah. he would have left. And I think the Lakers were like, all right, we gotta, we got to throw him something pretty, yeah. pretty, you know, pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I would definitely agree. When I saw we re-signed Rui, I was like, oh, yes, Rui's back. <laughs> then I saw the contract, I was like – Woo, okay, all right. Yeah. We committed to him. You know, it's only three years, so it's not like we gave him some five-year contract, but three years, 51, that's that's a, that's a good, about, good amount of money for a guy that, I mean, at the end of the day, you really can't say he's proven himself yet. He's still growing. I think that's also a big thing for him is potential, so I would agree with you on that. And then, you know, um, I I do like Nas Reed, but we don't have to go back over that. Mm-hmm. I, I do like that signing. I think Harrison Barnes is a little bit of an overpayment. Yeah, look, I like Harrison Barnes. That was one Barnes. of my least favorite, bro. I like Harrison Barnes, but to me, they're paying him because he's the veteran yep. on a rebuilding. He was that, you know, he was that, Um, I feel stupid. What's the dude for the Heat? Uh, Haslam. Haslam. Yeah, yeah, he's obviously different styles, but you know yep. what I mean? Like just that veteran that mm-hmm. they have in there. This dude's been there through their entire rebuild. Yep. You know, they're the – and I mean, he can play like mm-hmm. offensively. This dude could shoot a little bit. Yeah. Like he, I just think personally, let me see. three years, fifty four million. Like that's just a tad much. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's getting a little older. That's a lot of money, bro. So it's <laughs> that's a lot of money for a dude that couldn't make a shot in the freaking finals. Yeah, that's man. that's the thing. Is like he's been there so many times, but has he really played any like a lot of big games? I mean, has he? And, and he has played in the biggest, but it's, what kind of? What kind of impact did he make? Yeah, bro? it's like, like he like literally he had one of the worst, one of the worst finals performances I've ever seen in my own eyes, bro. With the <laughs> with the uh, with the Warriors, man, it was terrible. It was so bad. Now I would hundred percent. I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. these two guys, what's your feelings on the Brook Lopez deal first, and then what's your feelings on the D'Angelo Russell deal? Dude, so I'll say this, D'Lo. I kind of like the numbers, but. Yeah. That is the prime. We're trading this dude for cap room in January, in my opinion. That's what if it, it felt if it doesn't like. Doesn't work me. out, you think? But I think like just because, man, the Lakers always seem like in the middle of the season. You know, like it just feels like they're going to get a guy. Like we're in January, you could flip D'Lo, Rui, and it'll be resolved by then. But what if you go get Kyrie? Yeah. What if you flip, you know, D'Lo, Rui, it'll be resolved by them. What if you go get Dame with yeah. that? Like, I just feel like that's – it was a contract, you know, that fit his play, but also, like, that's such a tradable contract. Yeah, you know what I mean? better than his old contract. That's for dang sure. Yeah, so it's like – and we've talked – we don't have to – I was just happy he was under 20. I was yeah. my only, That was the number. It's like, if he's going over 20, I'm, I'm getting a little like uh, – D'Lo's like a type of dude, man, he'll literally make you mad the more you watch yep. him. Because it's just like, dude, don't drive in. Dude, taking don't these contested like, mid-range shots. It's off like, one leg. Uh, take, he you're shoot, not that guy. Bro, he'll drive in, like stutter, yep. and then just fade away off one leg. Yep. It's like, what are you doing? And it <laughs> won't even hit the rim. It'll just hit backboard. <laughs> it'll hit that like spot with the backboard and, and, and the rim connect. It, it won't even like, it'll go like, <laughs> it, I don't know, man, but... <laughs> 
I don't want to just hate on him the whole time because I do think he's a good player just <laughs> no. for what he everyone, was getting paid. Everyone that has had D'Lo on their team has the same exact feelings about him. He will come out and ball, and then there will be games where he just is. <laughs> you just don't want him with the ball in the fourth quarter. No. I, I mean, he didn't play any fourth quarter minutes for us in the playoffs, and that was for that was for the yeah. reason of that. You if know? he's like your third scoring options a lot of nights, okay. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But And then um, another one I did like. Um, uh, Karis Levert, man. I think. Look, I thought it was a solid. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid deal. You could say Good they money. overpaid a little bit, but did they really? I was looking at it's it. It's only sixteen a year. Well, it's just he. I feel like last year he was inefficient. Uh, I mean, just in terms of what he usually is, but also like they don't really have. I feel like anybody on that second group that can just score the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. that can just you know. Get the ball and make their own shot. I yeah. mean, you bring in Max Struess, that is not his game at all. Nah, you know what sticking, I mean? He's staying in the corner, man. So, I actually kind of liked it. No, I like that deal, too. Uh, the numbers definitely help. I've always been a Karis LeVert fan, too. So, uh, I would definitely say. Uh, there's some deals in there that were no, – I didn't really think there was any, like, crazy bad deals. I think Russell Westbrook for t- two years, $8 million is crazy, too. That's I cheap, I think it's kind of solid, man. Dude, I that's mean, cheap. Dude, if he's your point guard – you know, you're not going to make a run, but you'll win at least 30 games. Yeah. Like, bro, if Kawhi and PG's not there, he's he can be – he can win you games. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? He's not – everybody knows about Russ by now. He's obvious – if you think Russell Westbrook is even close to even – I wouldn't say he's above average as a player anymore. Like, nah. he's just he's just not. But he can still do some of that. It's all effort, work, man. man. It's all effort. That that was the biggest thing with him is, like, you can't you can't even – like, if he's on your team, it's so hard to hate him, even though he does so many stupid things. You'll just – you got to respect the effort, bro. And he would – the Clippers were starting to figure it out with him late in mm-hmm. that season. So, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm happy where he goes. If he's going to the Clippers, hopefully he can destroy that team for me. Um, but um, they were starting to figure it out. But um, let's move on. Let's get to these new teams for players. There's a lot of lot of big deals when it came to going to new teams, um, big money being thrown around. Um, so I'll, I'll start this one off because I had some. I, I've got some ones that I really wanted to get out of the way first. Just want to throw it out of the way. Lakers signing Gabe Vincent. Love the move. I did not expect that one. That was the most unexpected move when it came to the Lakers. I like the money too. Yeah, eleven a year. You know, undrafted kid, mm. and I I said it. In our, in our preview pod for the finals, he he was he was going to be he had to be their most important player in the finals, and he played very good in the finals. Uh, I just I'm just I'm happy he got a bag, and I'm happy is with my Lakers. Um, but when it comes to big moves, I I like I will say, like you said, um, we're not going to stick on the guy forever. But I think Dante Divincenzo to the yeah. to the Knicks is a good move, though. You know, um, the money was a little. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say undeserving, but I mean, he just didn't. I, I didn't see him enough to warrant a fifty million dollar deal, mm-hmm. I guess. But um, I love him as a player. I've always liked him since Villanova when he came out in the finals and couldn't miss a shot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've kept up with the guy for a long time, and before his injury with the when he was on the Bucks, he was a baller. Like he was really starting to get mm-hmm. coming to his own. I really, if he never got injured, he would still be a buck. He'd be a starter, and he might be like. He would be a different player, I think. And then the two other deals that I really liked, I love the Max Drews deal. I think that was really good for Cleveland to get a shooter, a guy that's just – that's his role. He knows yeah. his role, and he's, he's going to just keep getting better at it. And I think this was – this is a massive move in keeping a Kyrie in Dallas is get, getting a Grant Williams. Love it. I love the deal. I think it was 
perfect money, and I think fit-wise, he's going to be a starter for that team. Fit-wise, with a Luka and a Kyrie, like, come on, man. That is such That's a good fit. That's just the type of dude they need. This is exactly the kind of guy they need. I When when he was rumored to be moving on, uh, uh, like being in a sign-and-trade, uh, I was like, Dallas needs to be in the sweepstakes. Like, uh, like they better be the number one mm. team to go try and get that guy. I wanted them to get Draymond, but yeah. not that they – are similar, but they both kind of provide the same type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Besides the playmaking, it's just that that gritty defense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's a good shooter. I mean, that yeah. dude, he he will sit in the corner and make some threes, man. So I love those moves uh, when it came to new teams. You got some, man. So this is a. I'm start off with a small one. Mm-hmm. All right. I actually well. It's kind of small, but, dude, I actually really like Eric Gordon to the Suns. Hey. I don't know where they got the money. Hey. That's probably why it hadn't been disclosed yet. They're like, look, man, we're, we'll give you all the details next week. Like, we still got to figure it's this a little, out. It's a little <laughs> lethal, bro. That was a steal for them. And then um, I do – this is another smaller one. I like Jackson Hayes to the Lakers. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean – The Lakers needed it. We have no centers. <laughs> look, he – you know, he's not – I wouldn't even say he's a good player, yep. but he's still so young and is yep. seven foot and can freaking score. Top man. ten draft pick, like he's got like, the potential, man. Yeah, he. I mean, you know, if he can give you fifteen minutes a night, like at worst, he's not. It's not like he's going to be worse. He's not going to be bad enough where you can't give him fifteen minutes a night. Exactly. I guess is the way to say. I love the idea of him and. Anthony Davis on the court at the same time too. The defensive pressure those two guys will put on a team, man. Mm. Like that's so much athleticism in the oh, paint, yeah. bro. And then you know, I love Grant Williams. Yeah. Like we said, I love Matt Max Struess. You lose uh, CD Osman, yeah, and yeah. Struess really is just a better version of him. Yep. And I mean, dude, but the one I just don't get is Dylan Brooks. Mm. I just for that was one money, bro. Look, I know I said it. I don't know if I said it, but I meant to. Like, they overpaid for Van Fleet, but mm-hmm. if you're Houston, you kind of got to. Like, yeah. you you have all that cap space because you know you're not a destination. You're going to have to overpay you're not desirable, for yeah. people to come there. But, bro, who were you bidding against for Dylan Brooks? <laughs> like, I mean, just like, honestly. How many people were throwing $80 million at that guy? That's, he didn't even shoot 40% last year from the field. Like, it's, I mean, don't, Dylan Brooks is not. A bad player. Dylan Brooks, in my opinion, is a good player. Yeah. He gets, you know, memed a lot, all the off the court shit. He did it to himself. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's – but, I mean, when he's playing, he's a good player. Like, he's played all 73 games that he appeared in last year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or started all 73. He's a good defender, man. And he'll give you, you know, 14, 15. But, Mm -hmm. like, four years, 80 million, and that's the veteran, you know, presence you want in the locker room. Like, I just – Questionable. I would have honestly, I'd have rather overpaid for Brooke Lopez if yep. I was them. Like, at least you get some leadership in that. Mm-hmm. But I completely yeah, man, agree. I just don't. I don't know who they were bidding against. I guess is what I'm trying to. A say. A lot of money thrown at a guy that got clowned a lot, bro. Poke the bear, bro. You did the one thing you're not supposed to do, man. Uh, when it comes to the the greats, bro. Um, definitely will agree. That was probably my least favorite move when it came to new players. All right, though. We got through all these teams that made some big moves, but the real question is, who won free agency? Red. It doesn't have to be one team. What's just a couple teams you want to throw out there that, you know, are the winners of free agency? Well, man, honestly, 
I think the Lakers are up there, man. I mean, it's – They're one of them, I think. It's just hard not to say – because, I mean, the dudes – it was keeping Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. It was keeping D'Lo on a good number. Mm-hmm. And then it was um, bringing in Gabe Vincent, mm-hmm. man. Like, that's just – those moves right there are – Solid. And then I really – I honestly like what Dallas is doing. Mm-hmm. I think Kyrie – I'm not going to say you overpaid, but – too many years. <laughs> yeah, three, though. Three's not bad, man. I mean, but I wouldn't trust that dude for more than a month, man. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he if he came oh, out God. in the middle of the season and was like, like he, he'd be the dude, I'd be oh, like, yeah, goodness. see you later, Kyrie, and you're, you're over there like. He's like Vontae Davis and retiring. Like, yeah, you're over there, there like looking at him, making sure, like, all right, all right, all right, all right, he left. He's all left. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, He's at the locker room, guys. He did not burn down. The coach's office on the way. All right, we good. But, so, I mean, but in terms of fit, man, just bringing in Grant Williams with Kyrie and Luka, like, that's awesome. Yep. I'm not being – they're obviously not top five in moves. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, off the top of my head, I do got to say I like what Minnesota is doing. No, yeah. You bring in Shake Milton, mm-hmm. who's just a better uh, Jalen Noel. Yep. You bring in – what's the dude – he played for the uh, Lakers. Josh. Uh, uh, um, I know who you're Can't think of his name. Um, it's going to kill me. Damn it. Hang on. Josh. But anyway, I know he's a forward. And uh, you should re-sign uh, Nas. And then I think you're probably going to flip Cat, whether it's now or in January, sometime like that. I think Cat's going to get Troy the, Brown. Jeez. Troy Brown, that's it. That. There's just no way that you can pay – three centers that much money. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no way. Mm-hmm. So, and then besides that, man, I mean. Yeah, y'all paying a lot of money to centers. <laughs> that Someone's got to go. Like, there's just no way that they expect that to work. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. We'll see. And then, I mean, I guess that's really it off the top of, top of my head. I mean, I do like what the Spurs have done. Yeah. I mean, just for one, I thought Pop may be retiring. Yeah. <laughs> then he gets the biggest contract in the league. Besides a five-year extension and they get Wimby. Like, you don't really need to add that much <laughs> no. besides that. Yeah. No. No, I'll definitely agree. I have my I have my Lakers in there. I just – I think they're the winners strictly because of how many players they got. You yeah. know, it's like they filled out the roster. that We had no one – there was no guarantees mm-hmm. on this team besides pretty much – LeBron and Anthony Davis. You know? And then I do like what the Suns did. Yeah, the fact that they brought my, in Eric Gordon. That's my second favorite team. That's my second favorite team. Like, they already had a solid squad. You bring in Bradley Beal. You bring in Eric Gordon. I love the moves. Even though as Bradley Beal's a little questionable, you only got one basketball. So, it's like. Over oh, uh, three years from now, they're going to be awful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 terrible. Absolutely terrible. But. I, I thought they were solid. I thought the Raptors didn't do bad either, even though you yeah. lose Van Vliet, but you bring in a, a Schroeder, you keep uh, uh, Pirtle. So there was some teams that I, I thought did some good moves, and I, I would definitely throw Dallas in there, just retaining a Kyrie. It's like I get the whole thing around Kyrie, but, you know, Kyrie and Luka were kind of starting to figure something out late. So, um, and uh, I think that duo can be good. I think it's like mm-hmm. if there's a perfect player besides beside Kyrie, it's a – LeBron Luka type player, you know, yeah. a guy that plays the game the right way and lets Kyrie be Kyrie when you, you need Kyrie to be Kyrie, you know, mm-hmm. let him close a game out for you. Um, so I think when it comes to that duo, I think it's a solid match. Uh, so I would agree that those are my three teams. I I, I think the Suns are my second though. All right, let's uh, yes, sir. let's uh, give quick thoughts uh, uh, on Wimbyama. 
Um, shaky first game. And pretty dang good second game. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you watched them or not. Um, I watched both of them, so I'll, I'll comment first. Um, mm-hmm. uh, first game, there was a lot of flashes, but it was it was a the biggest realization is this guy has never played American basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like he even came out and said, I didn't know what I was doing out there. And mm-hmm. that's a scary thing to hear from your number one pick. But it's also, it's like, we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. We knew that this kid played. They played three, three, uh, was it three out, two in, or two in, three, whatever you say it. Mm-hmm. You have three players on the wings and two players on the inside. In the in the NBA, it's five out. You know, yeah. there's no one playing on the inside unless you know you got a Rudy Gobert type of player. So, mm-hmm. um, it's very rare you see three in, three a three out, two in, and that's the style he played. So it's an adjustment, man. It's all this space. You know, you got hands coming in at you when you're trying to drive to the paint a lot more than ever, you know, trying to steal the ball. The biggest thing, though, in that game, too, is that, that he's got that Jokic in him, man. And yeah. He's not going to play like Jokic ever in his life, but he's got a, just a natural ability to pass the ball and play make. And that dude's handle <laughs> for a 7-4 guy, bro. It is unreal how good he can dribble a basketball. The jumper, it's unguardable if he's hitting it. So, I see where the hype is. I understand where the, where it all came from. We just gotta we gotta accept and understand. Let's give this guy some freaking time, man. Yeah, for just, real. God, the hate is unreal for a guy that has played two summer league games. Hasn't even played a real basketball game yet. It's like I get it. He's got definitely got to put on some weight. It's all those things are gonna come in a couple of years, man. Just give him some time. None of these guys ever come in the league just dominating. Yeah. It's, when's the last time you saw a guy? I mean, you could say a. A Zion, but he hasn't. He hasn't played on the. He, when he's What's on the last them, time, a foreign player yeah. has just came in. There and you done go, this. and that, like, that's even better. That's even better. It's it's just so hard for these guys to come over and play this style of basketball when they played a certain way for so long. So, just give the guy some time. We'll see how it pans out. I see it. I, I think a lot of people see it, saw the flashes that I saw. Um, special, special, special player. Yeah, and I mean, dude. Look, I'm not saying that you did this or anything, but if someone watched that first game and was like, does Wimby suck? <laughs> you're just, you're just dumb, You're man. dumb. First of all, look, this dude's very skinny. It's mm-hmm. very obvious. Like, he's small. Yeah. You know, but so I'm right there with you. Like, it may take him – I expect it to take him his offense a while to develop mm-hmm. because from the little bit I saw, like, to me, he doesn't play. I know he's got to get stronger and everything mm-hmm. first, but to me, like, I'd be posting up a little bit more. Dude, him, yes. on, the, him on the block posting up, it's, if he gets a fatal – there's literally – he's going to be able to shoot over everybody. Everybody. So, I mean, him on the right hash, like, you it's, know what I mean? Like, it's, it's unguardable, just, Once bro. he gets a hook shot and mm. then paint moves, like, he's going to be unguardable, mm-hmm. even if he's small. Yeah. Like, but so that's going to take time because, like, you can tell he. One thing I liked about him was, like, he didn't not want to go into the paint. It's just he's more comfortable, I feel like, mm-hmm. playing more like a, like a KD. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just don't feel like that's his over, like, in his career. It's like, it's cool. It's awesome that you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but it's, it's like. Different. You're going to have to learn a different style. That's like only practicing, you know, one-handed catches. Yeah. It's like that's awesome when you can do it, but like that can't be the, can't live like the that. backbone of your game. Yep. Like, bro, you got to – you're 7-4. Like, get in the paint and post up and hook shot from the free point line – or mm. from the free throw line mm. over everybody yep. in the league, man. But, so, you know, his offense, it'll take a minute. Bro, defensively, 
This dude, I mean, I'll ask you this. If three months into the season, they're like, oh, he leads the league in blocks, mm-hmm. but is averaging, I don't know, 13 a game. Mm-hmm. See, I, I feel like I don't want to say that we're like people who just are like kind of like general fans and mm-hmm. just don't really like want to watch like detailed basketball. They're going to be like, this dude's a bust. Yeah. But really, he's going to be, if you understand like, Defensively, what he's doing, and that just dude's how gonna, much he's going to translate it. so fast. It, that's the biggest thing is his defense is going to immediately make the transition. Yeah. It's his offense; it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Such a stud. So yeah, man. I mean, I think it was nothing to worry about. I mean, the dude's already getting in trouble for a security guard slap. <laughs> I know, right? Britney, Britney Spears, Spears, bro. Man. And then the Britney Spears account started attacking him, man. Now, how after a bad game, I was like, ah, oh, this poor kid. Well, he's he's going to get so much Even hate. if his security guard did it, what does that have to do with him? That, that's what I'm saying, bro. He didn't even know who it was until after, and they were like, bro, you didn't let me see Britney Spears? <laughs> well, yeah, and it's plus two, like, bro, like, a foreign player, like, even though I'm sure he liked Britney Spears, like, but do you really think, like, he knows that much about Britney Spears? Yeah. Like, to him, it's just a person. Yeah, it's like, a person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they did a couple of songs, probably. He probably knows one song by yes. or something, you know? <laughs> nah, it's it's wild. I just, I, I hate what, seeing hate for a guy that is supposed to be, like, a new face of the league. Like, mm-hmm. we should support this kid. Like, he's done nothing to earn hate. Like, he's yeah. been perfect through every single trial. He's been through as a young young uh, basketball player. Root for the guy. Why Why would you hate for a, on a guy like that? But that'll do it for us when it comes to NBA. We got some really quick NFL, super, super early. National football. League, yeah, dang baby. right. It's this super early predictions. Obviously, we'll make some right before the season starts. Yeah, unless we're perfect. This is de- unless we're perfect or narcissist. This yeah. is definitely going to change. Yeah, this yeah, exactly. These this is very due to change. We'll definitely do another prediction before the season starts, but we've just wanted to talk about some NFL. We're not going to stick too long on it, but we're going to make some division uh, divisional winners and some uh predictions for some awards. Rookie of the year, defensive, offensive, and defensive player. The year, coach of the year, MVP, and then a quick little super early Super Bowl prediction. Mm-hmm. Let's get this thing started. You don't even got to explain it. I'll start it, and I'll just go throw my teams out here for each division in the NFC. Um, I'm not even gonna try to explain them. Yeah, these are my feelings. I hey, just, just you ain't even got to say the division. Just yeah. throw them out. I, I got I got the Vikings, mm-hmm. Saints, Eagles, 49ers. I think okay. those are my winners of the divisions. Um, I just that's my feeling. I feel like the when it comes to when it comes to Vikings and you got the Packers. I like the, the Lions. I think the Lions are the only team that can maybe make a run for that division. Um, uh, I don't it, know about Dan Campbell. You don't? Uh, I don't think Packers are going to make a run for it, and I don't think Chicago is quite there yet. So I think the Vikings are the. I think they should easily win the division, but. I'm I'm interested to see how the Lions pan out this season. And then the Saints should win the South, but there are some teams in there that are going to be fun to watch. I think the Falcons are a team to watch. And I think the the Panthers, if they can put some things together and Bryce Young figures it out early, that could be a team to watch. The East, it's down to two teams in my opinion, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, And I'm just going to give it to the team that made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, that's just that's how I feel. That team didn't really lose anything, and just all they did was add. I mean, they got better. <laughs> they got better, and that's just absolutely insane to even think about. Yeah. And then the 49ers, I think Seattle will be good, but 
I think the 49ers are coming for something this year, man. I think they're really – they got something to prove, and really, really it's time for them to, to make a run for that championship. So those are my teams in the NFC. Who you got, Red? Man, you know, I got Philly, yep. the Vikings. Okay. I got the Falcons, mm. and I got the 49ers. Mm. Look, you know – It's definitely the one division up in the air. I give you that. Yeah, I'm not even going to, like, get in depth on the teams, but I will say – the Falcons, man, I don't think they're going to be a great team. But they're sneaking up the list of like – Dang. <laughs> Woo! Sneaking up the list of like – this might be one of the most fun teams to watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, before we die, I'm not going to – I know, right? What the heck? I'm My camera gonna, went out for a second. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to go too far in depth because we might get struck. But, that was crazy. But, yeah, the Falcons, I feel like, could be a fun team this year. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I think the Falcons with that run game, and uh, it's off the quarterback play when it comes to them. Um, uh, we'll see, though. Uh, very super early predictions. So, we'll, we'll kind of come back and uh, give our reasonings when, uh, once we're about to start the season. Let's get to the AFC. I'll give my teams real quick. I got the Bengals, Jaguars, Chiefs, and Dolphins. I like it. Yep. I like it. I think those are my my teams when it comes to – I think the Bengals are like the 49ers for me. It's time for them to make that run. It's time for them to get to the championship. And they've been there, but they didn't finish. So, mm-hmm. just like the 49ers. So, it's just it's their time. I think the Jaguars, if they don't win that division, that is an absolute travesty, and they should uh, – really rethink what they're doing over there because every other team in that division is not good. No. And then um, uh, the Chiefs, very similar. I think you could you can make a case for the Broncos. You can make a case for the Chargers. But um, they're the champs. I'm not picking against the champs. Yeah. And then the East, that's easily the one that's wide open. And I think the Dolphins have the best roster. And if Tua can stay healthy, if, that's a big if, but if he stays healthy, they they're gonna win that division. That's how mm. I feel about it. So, Red, what are your teams' division winners in the AFC? Man, I got Buffalo. Okay, okay. I got okay. Baltimore. Ooh, I wanted. I was. I was close. I was close on Baltimore. I got Jacksonville and KC. Okay. You know, keeping it real quick. I'm high on Baltimore this yeah. year. You know, I think they're going to be pretty good. Wouldn't surprise me at all if the Bengals won. I think they'll be two from that division easily. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then freaking Buffalo, man, like, I could see, you know, I'm a little higher on the Patriots, I feel like. If the Patriots made a wild card, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Mm -hmm. So, I could see that. I could see that honestly being like. Jeez. (laughs) We're in a dang hurricane right now. I could see that being, you know, really one of them divisions that's like just gritty, man. Yeah. By the end of the year, the Bills might win it, but they're. 11 and 6. Yeah. Because their division's just so hard and they have like five injuries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's that's that division that is just going to be so gritty. Yep. That like one injury can really dictate that whole division. Yep. Yep. I completely agree. It's uh it's oh, I'm so excited. I can I, I want to talk more about it, but we all have our, yeah. we have our reasons why. Um let's get into some awards though. Um we just kind of passed the draft and stuff, so on uh, April, uh we made our Predictions and stuff for that, and did our fantasy or our not our fantasy draft, our actual uh, live stream for the draft, and uh, it was so much fun. So we're gonna make some predictions when it comes to these guys. We know pretty much every single person that got drafted. It feels like in this draft when we made our mock drafts. So um, 
We'll make some quick predictions on the rookies, and then we'll get into some big-time awards as well. Sir. Let's go Offensive Rookie of the Year. I'm going to make my prediction, and this is a tough one because there's it's a quarterback award usually, but I'm going Bijan. I'm right there with you, man. I'm going, I think it's that is fully situational, though. It's fully situational. I think you can make a case that for uh, Gibbs as well. It's another great situation for a running back. Uh, Terrible pick, but a great yeah, situation. Yeah, 100% <laughs> agree with that. 100% agree with that. I'm still mad, man. Yeah, that and Campbell being picked in the first round, like, yeah. uh, the Lions. What are we doing? I just doing? don't get it. <laughs> the Lions really lost a lot of respect in that draft. Um, but I, I definitely think you can make a, golly, <laughs> golly, we're going to get struck by lightning inside. Um, I think you can make a case for um, for a, a Bryce Young, though, uh, mm-hmm. just because like I said, it's a quarterback award, and that's another good situation. It looks like he's going to be starting from day one. Seems mm-hmm. like he's won the locker room already without even getting a training camp. So, um, But like I said, Bijan, situationally, man, it's unbelievable. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're losing our pot audio over here by the Thunder. Um, but Bijan, situationally, they love to run the ball with Atlanta, and that's a trio of good running backs. So he's going to – I think even though you got a trio – He's going to get the most touches, and I think his touches are going to be more explosive, more mm-hmm. more opportunistic. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go Bijan here. What do, what do you got? Yeah, look, I got Bijan. I will say my runner up is CJ Stroud, just because okay. I feel like I feel like he will have. I could see Bryce Young definitely having better stats, mm. but I feel like CJ will be a bigger piece of that offense. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only thing that worries me about Bijan is they have so many running backs. I saw someone on Twitter make this point. Bijan could be that dude who finishes with fourteen or 1,500 all-purpose yards mm-hmm. or, you know, like 1,700, 1,800 all-purpose yards, but he only has four touchdowns because they got to the two-yard line. Algier ran it in. Yeah, That's yeah, the only thing that worries yeah. me is, like, Bijan being, you know, that – 1,200-yard rusher with three rushing t- – and Algier being 450 yards with seven touchdowns. Yeah, like, like uh, how Jamal Williams was last yeah, year exactly. for the Yeah, exactly. So, that's the only thing that worries me. But, I mean, dude, in the receiving game, mm. like, if this dude doesn't get at least 50 catches next year, no. it's just because you were purposely not – you were trying to conserve him to run the ball. Yeah. If he would have just been a slot receiver in this draft, I think he would have gone late first round. Yeah. Like, just – just being honest, yeah. you know, like that dude he's is just different. so different. He's so just gifted, man. So gifted. So yeah, those are my. I think Bijan is my obvious, but I'll sleep on Stroud. Hey, man. yeah, I like it though. I like it. That's another thing. If he starts day one, he he could definitely make a push for it. And it seems like he's gonna beat out Davis Mills. So yeah. defensive rookie of the year. Um, this one's also a really fun one for us. Um, uh, because I mean, you got some. Really, really good players, uh, high draft picks. So I'll start this one off. I think a lot of people are going to pick a certain guy in the, with the Texans, but I'm going to go. Very easy pick. It's a very easy pick, but I'm going Devin Witherspoon, man. Hey, I like it. I think a cornerback, this is a cornerback's award um, in another good situation. He's going to be the leader out there. So, uh, and that's, well, he won't be the number one corner, but he'll be, mm-hmm. um, he'll get all the opportunities against the number two guys. So, I think it's not just another situational thing for me. Um, I like Witherspoon. We've we've talked about him a lot on this pod. So, um, yeah, I'm going Witherspoon here uh, over Will Anderson. I would have Will Anderson as my number two, though. I like it. Yeah, man, you know, I wrote down the same thing. Will Anderson's the easy pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could come in 
you know, he's probably going to have come in, be at least decent in the run. It might take him a little bit to develop, and then at least, you know, nine sacks. Yep. Like, that's just – I feel like it's just going to happen. That's what's – yep. Not saying that if that doesn't happen, he's a bust. Mm-hmm. Because, to me, sacks are very overrated. Yeah. But, I mean, I just – I mean, the dude was the third pick in the draft. Man. And, like, and what, the year that he – his best year at Alabama, he led the country, and I think he almost broke the record, if not broke the record, in tackles for loss. So yeah. it's, it's not just sacks what he yeah, does. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that's the easy pick. Man, I'm going another corner. Christian mm. Gonzalez, did, baby. That's another good situation, man. Dude, that's one of the best picks in the first round, yep. in my opinion. And, I mean, you just look at that scheme. Like, he's a zone – corner playing the number two role over there. Mm. So he might be on the best rec- You never know. Sometimes you know they'll sometimes it's like matchup wise. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes it'll be um he might be on the best but is just playing deep. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a lot of help. Yep. If that's the situation he's in, perfect for him. He's man. gonna get a to lot be of big and physical yeah. and have Belichick as his coach and Who's their DC? Is it Matt Patricia? Yeah, I mean, dude, dude can't call offense for shit, but is a very good defensive coordinator. Yeah. He was, you know, a later pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna. I think he's my pick. I like it, dude. And like you said, that's all. I mean, that's generations, man, of great corners going going yeah. to dang New England. So I love it for him. That was very close. I was between I mean, Witherspoon and, and Gonzalez. Gilmore was a. Wasn't he like a seventh round pick? Yeah, or something? yeah. Oh, he was Ridiculous. a very late, late, late pick. And I mean, just Ty Law. Everyone that's come through there in the years that's been when Belichick's been there, it's like that dude knows how to develop a cornerback. So very interesting to see. I was really close to picking Gonzalez, but I, I was, I've been on Witherspoon. He's been my guy. I'm, I'm going to stick with my number one corner from the my mock draft. So um, let's get into some. Uh, uh, let's get into defensive player of the year here. Um, we got this one right last year when we made our predictions in uh, Michael Parsons. Um, is my man, is my man going to come back? Is your is your guy going to come back and win repeating, again? Repeat, baby. Repeat. Oh, cut it right there. Oh. Repeating. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to say he's going to repeat. I think I think this is another thing where it comes to. I think his stats might not look as good just because of, I think the defense is going to be better for you. That's what you know, and I'm not saying that like I'm not taking away or anything, but mm-hmm. like. That's my that's one of my points about sacks. Like yep. to me, he's going to be better this year, mm-hmm. but he may not have as big of sacks. Exactly, numbers. and I, I, that's exact. And and I don't think stats should be everything, but this is a stats award. They give it to the guy with the stats, man. Um, not every single time, but it's one of those awards where you know you see a guy with eighteen sacks. It's hard not to. You know, well, well, I mean, a dude like Hassan Reddick can get yeah. fifteen sacks. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm not Hassan Reddick is good, but like. That's not a game changer. Mm-mm. He's not. Yeah, he's not a, a game shifter. You know, like Michael Just a Parsons. Good pass Michael Parsons is like Aaron Donald. You know, yeah. that dude changes games, bro. You know, it's he. He is a thing that a quarterback and an offensive coordinator think about every single down. He's that guy. He's the guy that you think about every. It doesn't even matter. He's he's always in the back of your mind. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lean into because they got a better defense, and I think he'll have more opportunities on the on the defensive line. With better because he's got better players around him on the defensive line. I'm gonna go Miles Garrett. I like it, man. I'm gonna go Miles Garrett. Bringing in Dalvin Tomlinson. I'm telling you, man. It's a it's a when it comes to just 
when it comes to a better defensive line, I think that they're going to make his opportunities a lot easier. And I think his stats are going to be crazy. Staying healthy, obviously big thing. And I think Nick Bosa has an opportunity. I think the 49ers are coming for something. Nick Bosa is an absolute stud. And if he can stay healthy, man, that dude, he can prove that he's the best defensive player in the, in the league. You know, I mean, it's, it, that, that award feels like it's like flip-flops every year. It's a T.J. Watt. Then you throw in you throw in Nick Bosa, and then you'll have a Miles mm. Garrett. And then now Michael Parsons is like, hang on now. And Aaron Donald's like, hey, I haven't retired yeah. yet. So it's so it's so I difficult. mean, if you told me a dude like Sauce Gardner won it, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, hey, a lot of haters out here for Sauce, man. Uh, I, did you see the rankings that came out, coaches, execs, and stuff? And I think it was who it was, was it? Asante Samuel. Samuel, bro. That was so No, mean. and then you see Darrell Revis got on there beefing with Asante Samuel. Good, good. Like, dude, what are you even talking about? He even about? said that Darrell was overhyped because he played for the Jets. And I was like, Phew. dude, Revis Island. The Jets, Island? man. Okay. Revis Island, are we seriously going to really question that? So we could talk about that all day. That's it, unwarranted hate, bro. I can, I can understand if you don't think he's the second best corner, but. To say that dude's not a top five corner it's just like, means you didn't watch, watch football. Him. You didn't like, watch. I'm sorry. Him. I'm but sorry. That's just he is a top five. I think he's. You, I think it's valid to say he's number now two. Now look, Asante Samuel's son hey. is a very good corner. Hey, he's a good corner, but he's not better than Saul. No, no. <laughs> and he, there's no way he actually thinks that. <laughs> hey, good being being a good father. I respect that, but you're you're crazy, brother. You're crazy. Let's get to Coach of the Year. This one's a fun one for me. Um, there was a lot of big names, and we got this completely You want to do Offensive Player of the Year real quick? We'll do Offensive Player. We'll do I'll, Offensive Player of the Year. Let me throw out my two real quick. Okay, okay. So, I got two. I don't know why, but I'm like, I feel like it's going to be one of these two guys. Okay. Garrett Wilson mm. or Jamar Chase. Mmm. Oh. I like it. I don't see – I don't know a running back. It's hard that for a could be back it. to win that Because award. I love McCaffrey, man, and he's going to have, you know, a full offseason with that team. But also they have so many so, weapons that's, that it's like it. he doesn't have to. It's not going to be that guy. And it's like I would say you could throw with Jonathan Taylor, but they're not even going to be good enough, it feels like, for him to win the and award. And even then, like, he's getting older. He's getting older. Their line isn't as good. I think you may could throw a Nick Chubb in there. I think you could throw a See, Nick Chubb in there. No, I – Dude, for real, I almost wrote down Nick Chubb. My only problem is I don't think Cleveland will be that good. Yeah. So it's a tough division. If they're like eight and nine and he's got eighteen hundred yards, which is possible, mm-hmm. like then you can what, maybe make the case. Like would they give it to him though? He would they would have to make the playoffs, right? Yeah. They have to. And he would have to be like the biggest reason. But dude, I think Nick Chubb He's like, the best running back in the league, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, you know? I think so. I love Nick Chubb. He's though. so underrated. It's like not even underrated. It's like underappreciated. Everyone knows yeah. how good he is. It's just he doesn't get the Derrick Henry love, you know? When mm. Derrick Henry was dominating. He has no media hype yeah, at none. all. None. Absolutely none. <laughs> I mean, you're in Cleveland. I get it, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to probably – I'm honestly going to – I'm going to say – I'm going to say Nick Chubb. Or Justin Jefferson repeats. I like it. You know, I think that's it. I think those are my guys um, when it comes to Offensive Player of the Year. Oh, man, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Uh, I like it. Who, who's your coach of the year? I'm going to go – I'm going Sean Payton, man. I'm big on the Broncos. I'm, I think the Broncos are going to make a big turnaround. don't think they're going to win the division. I think they're going to be number two in the division, and I think they could really make a chance, uh, push at that five seed. Um, people just – like, I get they were so bad last year. But mm-hmm. you know, that was purely coaching. That was purely coaching. When you yeah. look at the roster, you're like, this is a pretty good roster. And like mm-hmm. these are like it's and it's gotten better. Like Sean Payton's brought in some good players. 
good players to his his scheme. I think they got P Ryan. I think yeah. So it's like, dude, that's a perfect backup running back. That is like Sean Payton one on one right there. That that kind of a running back like him. So you know, I don't know. I think what Sean Payton's gonna bring when it comes to a culture and when it comes to that roster being, in my opinion, very underrated. Um, the Chargers are gonna be a tough out when it comes to being that number two, the number two in the division. But I think Sean Payton is the guy when it comes to shifting a culture, you know, especially a culture that was so run down as their culture was last year. So Sean Payton's my guy. I like it, man. You know, I got two. Mm, all right. Mm. But and then I have a wild card. Okay. Okay. So the main two, I like Doug Peterson and Kyle Shanahan. Okay. If Kyle Shanahan wins that division, yeah. And I like Doug a goes lot. through two different I quarterbacks. Like Doug a lot. With Brock Purdy and probably Sam Darnold, maybe even Trey Lance, mm. like, or vice versa, Trey Lance, maybe even Sam Darnold, yeah. like, or if you get to the playoffs and win that division with three different quarterbacks, look, I know they got the players. Kyle Shanahan's the one who went out and got them. Yep. Like, eventually, you got to give this dude credit for doing his job well. When do we? When do we just accept it that he is probably the best coach in the league, man? Like, when it comes I mean, to X's and O's only, X's yeah. and O's, man. I mean, that guy's system. I mean, if everybody. I wanted someone to draw up a running scheme, yeah. it would be Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I, I don't want to disrespect Andy Reid. That dude's—he's a champ. So it's like I don't want to go out there and say he's not the best right now, or Bill Belichick's not the goat. But it's like people who don't O's, have man. Kyle Shanahan even in their top ten is just ridiculous. Oh, you're—you're you're a mental. You're just ridiculous. Come on now, you're—you're—you're you're, you're in you're in outer space with that one. I—I don't, I don't even want to listen to you if you're saying that stuff. So I like those two though. I—I I really like Doug Peterson. Yeah, What's that wild card? Wild yeah. card. Uh. Just because, look, I think we talked about it on the last pod. Okay. Sean McVay's the wild card. And look, all I'm saying is. I am not on that. I all am. I'm saying is, <laughs> if San Fran is bad, like if, say, Brock Purdy, you know, doesn't he's, come back till week 10. And he's not and the same Trey player. Lance is kind of doo-doo. Or Sam Darnold and Trey Lance, say they're 500 yeah. at week 10. All right, Seattle. I don't think it's a guarantee Seattle is going to be as good as they were last year. I don't think so, but I think I think they two. will be good. But like, if you told me they went eight and nine, it wouldn't surprise me. All I'm saying is, if Stafford stays healthy, Cooper Cup stays healthy, like, I think this team could make a wild card, man. I'm not with you on it. Okay, I you know <laughs> I don't blame nobody for hating them because hey. like they are like they're. Two players away from being just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Just awful. But it's just, man, I feel like McVeigh could have walked away. And he didn't. And I feel like Aaron Donald could have walked away. It makes you question some things, that's for sure. I feel like they got something cooking, man. You know, like I'm not saying that they're gonna they're not gonna win the Super Bowl or nothing, but mm-hmm. it I would not be shocked if the Rams made the playoffs next year. I wouldn't be like astronomically shocked. I just I got a weird feeling they're going to be bad. So, uh, I'm like on the other spectrum when it comes to how you feel about them. So, no, nah, I don't mind it. I mean, Sean McVay, when it comes to great coaches, I mean, he's on the top of the list as well. Like, you could say a lot of things about the guy. I know mm-hmm. they kinda, they've had a Super Bowl hangover and stuff. But when it comes to another X and X's and O's guy that understands the sport and a motivator can build a roster, Sean McVay's up there. So, I can't hate, the, I can't hate that one too much. All right, let's get into our last two and most important predictions. MVP and Super Bowl prediction. Let's go with MVP first. I'll hit you with mine. It's about damn time he's got his. 
It's Joey B time, baby. Joey Burrow is gonna win the MVP and a little bit of a a little bit of a sprinkle in. He's gonna lead his team to the Super Bowl as well. Okay. So I got MVP Joe Burrow winning it this year. And look, I like it. My MVP, Justin Herbert, baby. Ooh. Look, you bring in Kellen Moore. I like it. You bring in Kellen Moore. Okay. I think, look, the Quentin Johnston pick, yeah. say what you want about it. I mean, he at worst, he could be a red zone guy. You I mean, know what I mean? They have the biggest three of receivers, bro. What? Yeah. Keenan 6'3", Mike, uh, and then Mike, a, Austin uh, Eckler, Mike Williams. Mike Williams is 6'5". Austin Eckler has not been traded yet. Nope. You know what I mean? You got you got to you got to find a way to keep that guy, bro. That Gerald dude. Everett, solid tight end. I think he's he's up there with like Dalton Schultz, yep. and he's right outside dude. that top five. Dude, you know he, what is, I mean? he is a perfect fantasy tight end. If you can, oh, dude. one of the best guys, dude. He was so legendary <laughs> for me. Consistently like nine point seven four every saying, week, getting going. that ten every single week, bro. Nah, I like that though. I really yeah. like the Justin Herbert one. And then, dude, look. I think Pat Mahomes could win the MVP again. I mean, that's just you every can say year. That every but year. like, <laughs> he just—I feel like they didn't get any better. What about Jalen Hurts? I—I I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. But he's no. just not my pick, and I'm not saying that they're not going to be good. I mean, I picked them to win that division. division. Yeah, and I'm a Cowboys fan, but like, I don't know. It just felt like that's something you got to see for more than one, one year. year. Yep. But I mean, agree. look, I'm not hating on Jalen Hurts. He's got the tool. He's got the tools to get it if done. If he won it. I would not be shocked yeah. at all. Wild card, Trevor Lawrence. Man, I think both of your big picks are, tr- are kind of wild cards. I love it. I love Herbert I like and, him, man. and Trevor, man. Because, I, I mean, if Trevor wins his division, like we both said, and maybe, like, shocks a little couple teams, maybe gets the two seed, you know, mm-hmm. over over the Bengals and, uh, and the Dolphins or Bills or whoever wins their divisions. If they're only behind the Chiefs. You know, I mean, Trevor's gonna have to be good, really good to get him there. So, I what if they get that first round by? I don't that's think what I'm it's saying. Happen, if they get the first, they went Trevor thirteen is definitely and four. MVP. I, I believe you. Like, yeah, I like the team because they they that's another team that's just gotten better uh, this off season. So, mm-hmm. man, we can talk about MVP forever. Let's get into this Super Bowl prediction real quick. Not much discussing. We've we've kind of laid out our groundwork of good teams that we think are going to be around at, at this time next year and around January, February. So, Red, who is your Super Bowl prediction next season? Well, it's going to come a little back to your Bengals pick. Mm. But instead, it is going to be the Baltimore Ravens Whoa, in wow. the Super Bowl wow. against the San Francisco 49ers. Wow. Wow. Bro. Look, I could see – so, I want to go back a little bit. I could definitely see the Bengals winning the division. I don't see the Bengals beating this team in the playoffs. Yeah. I just – like, dude, it's kind of crazy to me how bad everyone thought they were last year. Yep. And they still just snuck into the playoffs. Mm. John Harbaugh, you know, for – him and Mike Tomlin are, like, the perfect, no. like – just rivalry in a division. Because like, so, they're the same type of – So coach. beautiful. You know what I mean? So many good games. Like, John Harbaugh's – I think I mentioned him last year on kind of this prediction pod. Like, he's a dude – I think he's a dude every year you could throw him into maybe he wins Coach of the Year. Yeah. He's just been around. He's won a Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. And, man, Lamar is coming out. I love the new system around him. I love the system. You get Odell. Mm. 
You know, you got some players that are finally be healthy. Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. You know, you got uh, Duvernay. Devin Duvernay is a good receiver, man. Dude, if he's if he's your number three, yeah, perfect. Who's Bateman? Bateman. He Rashad. was hurt last hey, year. Hey, Rashad was a legit one for a little bit. You know. And I mean, at running back, they got J.K. Dobbins. They got uh, J.K.'s good. Uh, Gus Edwards. Edwards. Yep. So I mean, they got pieces, man. They who's. Never mind. I was thinking of somebody else. <laughs> and Mark Andrews, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, he's getting older. but And even then, you got, uh, who's that other dude? Isaiah Likely. Yep, yep. And then, this is kind of not a lot of people's going, but I just remember him because they were talking about him going to Dallas. Maybe, you know, Charlie Kohler, their third tight end, played okay. at Stanford. Interesting. That dude, I wouldn't, yeah. I think he can play a little bit. Okay. Like, he could get you three, 400 yards this okay. year. And then San Fran, man. It's just San Fran. It's just San Fran. Like, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is the freaking – I don't even know how to describe it, man. He's just like – he gets in the playoffs, and it's just a different mode. No, different. You know, like, he, he knows just, how to win, His man. whole system is set up to win in the playoffs. Yep. So, if you want to look at his win percentage, crazy stat, going into last year, he had a worse winning percentage than Lovey Smith going into last year. But – Playoff success speaks for itself, yep. man. Like that's what ultimate. I'm not saying yep. the regular season doesn't matter, but it does. But you can't act like it's fifty fifty. Nope. It's clearly the postseason matters more. The, well, that's what that's what separates good coaches from great coaches. Exactly. Bro. You know, that's the that's the biggest divide when it comes to good to get to great. So, you know, look, I told you before the pod. This may not be the most logical pick. Mm. I'm just going with my heart. Mm. I don't know why, man. I feel like I like that Odell pickup. Who did they draft? Uh, Addison? No, they didn't draft. That was uh, Vikings. Yeah, who did the Ravens draft? They drafted. Um, they drafted the corner, right? Yeah, right. Ravens. I'm blanking on this. Let's see draft pick. Let's look real quick. Zay Flowers. No, they, it was Zay. It was yep, Zay. So they got Zay. My fault. Bro, I mean that receiving court or that receiving court is underrated. Underrated, dude. That and is, then that is Lamar. Really good. Lamar to me as a pocket passer does not get enough the, the respect he deserves. It's one of those it's one of those hater things, bro. It's just a I hater. think if he's in Kyle I think that's the type of quarterback you need in Kyle Shanahan's system. Or that freaking Philly system. You yeah. know, that kind of a system is like, like he can do more than just run, man. Yeah. Like Lamar honestly like Throwing a deep ball is a oh, little underrated. Dude, he's got a cannon, dude. Yeah. He's got so, a cannon. I remember year two when he won MVP. He was mm-hmm. playing the Dolphins. That, that, that bomb he had, bro, it was like a four-touchdown game at first touchdown. I think he courted it like 60, 70 yards in the mm-hmm. air, dude. Like it's He's got and, an arm. You know, I do like the Bengals. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they went. It wouldn't even shock me if Buffalo went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I just like, to me, it's really close. Mm-hmm. And it probably shouldn't be, but to me, it's close between Baltimore and Cincinnati, and that coaching edge. I just got to give it to Baltimore. Hey, man. I like it. I like it a lot, man. I like what it. What you got? I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. When it comes to the NFC, I got Bengals versus 49ers, dude. Okay, that's that was easy. The hey, NFC either way, easy, it man. would be a great game. No, amazing <laughs> game, amazing game. I won't even get into it too much. I think the Bengals. I think that my thing when it comes to these two teams, they're both in the same exact situation. It is their time to win. They've been there. They know what it's like to be in the Super Bowl. They've got enough talent on both sides to get there. They know it's their year. You know, the Chiefs have gotten theirs. You could say Philly, they still have, they're still looking for it. But it's like 
It's like they're taking that year off, it feels like. You know, those yeah. te- when they make it, they, it feels like those teams like take a year off and then they're back. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what Philly might do, even though we have Philly win the division. Doesn't Plus, mean their division's gonna... good. Like, I'm like, not just saying that as no, a Cowboys. That's what, it's like the, the, it's no guarantee they're going to beat the Cowboys out, you know. So um, they're going to, it's going to be a dogfight just to win the division. So I think these two teams have the most to, are playing for the most. And that's, that's a cliche. All teams are playing for a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's, when it comes to they've been there, they've tasted it. They were literally both teams were one pass away from being Super Bowl yeah. champions. Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't miss that pass, and Aaron Donald doesn't exist. The the Bengals and 49ers win those Super Bowls. So it's it's one of those things where it's like these two teams have tasted it. They have got the talent, and they've got the most. They're playing for the most. It feels like to me. So, and that that Super Bowl would be absolutely fireworks. So. Bengals 49ers for me. Won't get too much I more like in depth it. I like it. it. All right, brother. That's going to do it for us. We, we went a little bit longer than we thought we would. But uh, we had a lot to talk about, man. We, once we get on here, we're like, we're, we're going we're gonna to cut it short. No, no. We're going no, we're gonna to keep doing it. No. We're going to be doing what we always do. But thanks, everyone, that watched and listened. Once again, once again, like I said at the beginning, we're on YouTube now, y'all. Go watch our full episodes on YouTube. We'll be making clips as well for social media and stuff. So check out that and give it some love. Nate Dog. Sports uh, on Instagram and Twitter and Nate Dog Productions on uh, YouTube and Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, so follow us. Stay tuned. We'll be back. We've got some news, obviously, that'll be coming around. We'll be making some changes with the pod and stuff. We are not in full guaranteed mode yet, but once we know everything, we'll let everybody know uh, the future of the pound perspective in Nate Dog Sports. But as always, we hope you all enjoyed episode 35 of the pound perspective thanks again for listening to the pound perspective a breath of fresh sports 